welcome to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast, where we explore the mindset, behavior, and success strategies of high-achieving women. It's an inspirational show that helps ambitious women to maximize their performance from the inside out and thrive in the world of business. I'm your host, Shona Rowan, high-performance coach, inspirational speaker, and author of the book, The Psychology of Successful Women. On this month's episode of the Psychology of Successful Women podcast, it was my great pleasure to speak with Maria Dioretta, General Manager of SGUA in Perth, Western Australia. Maria is such a positive and inspirational person, and we spoke about her fabulous career journey, including her move from Chile to Australia and thoughts and advice for other people wanting to work and thrive in multicultural environments, her passion for diversity, equity and inclusion, and celebrating and supporting other women in business some of the best career advice she's ever received, practical strategies for overcoming fear and self-doubt, and so much more. So Maria, welcome to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you today. Thank you so much, Sean. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I've been actually really, really looking forward with this um, recording. Um, like, as you will know, I've read your book and, I'm, and there's so many things that I've learned from your book and so many things that I've actually put in practice. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you so much for your kind words. And, and, and likewise, I'm super looking forward to our conversation today. So to get started, perhaps you could tell our listeners about yourself, uh, your life, your career journey, all leading up to your current role as General Manager at SGUA. All right. Um, so I moved from um, Chile. That's where originally I'm from, um, tw- around 20 years ago. So majority of my career has been, has been in Australia. Um, yes. So obviously there's there's a lot of like different cultural changes that you will see from one country to the other. So I guess at the beginning of my career I was actually trying to get my head around, you know, the simple things like, for example, in, in, in South America, we're very close to, to people. We tend to be quite kinesthetic. So we touch people a lot. Mm-hmm. We give them kisses. Um, <laughs> you know, my first experience in my career here was, you know, I wanted to kiss and hug everyone and people will actually you know, give <laughs> hands and shake their hands. So, um, so all those little differences are things that I had to learn through time that um, obviously I needed to adapt to the culture that I was part of now. Um, mm. But yeah, overall, you know, it's been an amazing experience and I've learned so much, you know, um, being living in a multicultural country, you not only learn from Australians, but you also learn from so many different um, um, countries and cultures. And that's something that I really, really enjoyed. And I'm really passionate about that. Um, mm. Yeah, so my career, um, the way that my career started in insurance is, is a little bit strange and it's, it's actually a little bit funny in a way because um, I was working for an American company um, doing an admin role. The company actually moved their offices back to um, USA, so they made the whole company redundant, everyone that was working for that company. Um, so at the time, I started looking for a role in admin and I applied for a couple and I ended up getting two roles at the same time. Um, so one was for um, an architect company. The other one was for this insurance company. And being 20, you know, I was really young and I didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do with my career. But what I really liked about this insurance company was actually the office. Um, it was overlooking the Harbour Bridge. And I thought, this is beautiful. <laughs> you know, I'm based in Luna Park. I love this. You know, being yeah. 20, there was nothing about career, you know, progression <laughs> or thoughts. It was like, this is great. looks amazing. So I took that role and then um, slowly I progressed into different roles in that company. And then, you know, I fell in love with insurance and I was doing that for five years in that company. 
you know, later I moved to um, the competition. Um, my role started growing from there. I was there for two years, based in Sydney in that role. And um, and then, um, you know, my, my CEO actually listened to, um, someone told him that I wanted to move to Perth. Um, and he actually came up to me and offered me a role as a relationship manager looking after the state. Um, at the time, there was no one based in WA. So it was actually quite nerve-wracking for me. Um, mm. You know, starting with this company, growing the business, doing it all on, on myself. Like I didn't know anyone. I had no connections. Um, so, yeah. So the first year, I would say, was actually quite tricky for me. And, and probably there was, you know, a lot of, you know, self-doubt. Um, but it was all about what I've realized really early on, that it was all about building relationships, you know, building really strong relationships um, for people to trust you, Um you know, at the end of the day, um, the product they can get anywhere, but it's about, you know, them feeling that they have someone that they trust um, and they want to work with you. Um, so I did that role for around altogether around eight years um, doing, you know, half of that. I was looking only after WA, but then they later on asked me to look after South Australia. Again, the sales that again, it was like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do this? But um, and I think that's something that you will hear a lot from women. I'm sure um, it's all about like, this this fear um but there's something that I really like about your book and you were talking about you know feel the fears and that's exactly Mm -hmm. what I've done through my whole career so even when I'm really scared I just go let's do it what's the worst that can happen you know Mm -hmm. um am I gonna die no (laughs) (laughs) maybe people are gonna be disappointed maybe I'm gonna fail but I can I I can continue you know um so yeah so um, that's that's what I can I can say to you in terms of my career yeah. Well, I love hearing about your career and you're already starting to talk about some of those things around self-doubt, which I'm going to dig into a bit more in a minute, Maria, because as you said then, they are so common with women. I'm asked about them all the time. I've had to work on them so much with myself. So I'm definitely going to ask you to share some more of your strategies on that as we keep going. Now, one of my big goals and dreams with the podcast is to help other women or anyone who listens in to build a successful and fulfilling career on their own terms, whatever success looks like to them. And as you were kind of saying them, and it's the same with me, you know, our careers change and my own idea of success has really changed as I've gone through my career at different stages and phases and all those sorts of things. So I'd love to know what does success mean to you, Maria, at this stage in your career? Yeah. All right. I think my success is driven by my um, my early days, actually. Um, so mm-hmm. I grew up in a family that, uh, that in a way was very like um, involving human, humanitarian things. Um, so my brother was really involved in human rights. Um, obviously, you know, there's a history with Chile. Um, some people are aware of it. Some, some of, of this are not. But we had a dictatorship for around over 20 years. So obviously with that, there's a lot of issues. Um, and growing up for me, it was all about social justice and, and making sure that, you know, human rights and, and that people were getting a fair treatment. And I feel that in a way in my career, that's, that's what I've been doing, you know, and that's what I enjoy the most. Um, so I love working with people. I love being able to help them. I love being able to treat them in a fair way and, and in a way that they feel that, you know, what they do makes a difference. Um, so that's, that's been um, massive, you know, throughout my, my whole career, you know, working for, for the previous company that I was part of, um, I had, um, I actually led, um, our diversity and inclusion team nationally. And that was something that, you know, taught me a lot about so many different things and just helping people to understand that we're all here, we're all different, but we can create a very inclusive, um, work environment and society, 
Um, and it's, it's good to be authentic. It's, it's good to be who you are and to be able to go to work and feel that people appreciate that. Um, mm. So I think we're all our better selves when people actually accept who we are. Um, so I think all of that has been driven, like I was saying to you, from my childhood. Um, and without me realizing, it's, it's sort of what I've been doing through my whole career. Um, mm. Also with women, because as part of my um previous roles I also was part of a group called celebrating women without within um, the larger organization and what I've realized with that with a lot of the women that we used to work with um, because we wanted to give them support in terms of um, you know personal brand financial help all of that it was that a lot of the time um, women were really really capable but were not applying for the roles because they thought you know they used to think I'm not good enough or I don't I don't have the knowledge um, which it was a real shame. Um, so what I've been doing, as, again, through my career is actually telling women, you, you can do this, just, just give it a go. You know, what's the worst thing that can happen if it doesn't work out? Um, so, yeah, so I'm a big believer in, in diversity and inclusion and, and, you know, helping, celebrating women and, and helping them achieve great things. Um, you know, I grew up in a family where uh, my, my father wasn't present, so my mom raised, you know, three children. My grandma did the same. So I've, I come from a history of women raising children mm-hmm. on their own and actually supporting families, building businesses. So I can, I know that it can be done. It's hard, but um, it's, it's definitely achievable. So for me, it's all about having that power and that strength and being able to achieve, you know, help other women. I love hearing that about you. And obviously we've connected on, it sounds like we've got lots of similar values around empowering women and diversity and inclusion and all those things you said around social justice and human rights so, so resonate with me as well. So, again, linking on what you're already saying there, things like imposter syndrome, I know, Maria, we've spoken about this before. It's something that I get asked about pretty much every day, fear and doubt, like you said, not putting our hands up, not wanting to go for jobs, not feeling like we're ready for the promotion, not feeling good enough comparing ourselves to others, you know, the list goes on and on. So, you know, tell me a little bit more about how you have dealt with that or give our listeners a couple of practical tips that you use or that you share with the women you work with in in overcoming things like imposter syndrome or where they feel that self-doubt coming up. Like what what do you say to yourself or what do you say to them? Yeah. Um, You know what I've realised over time is that um, this has happened personally to me every time that there's been a new career opportunity or my role has changed or, you know, there's a big project that I'm working on where I go, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, this is too much for me. Why would they believe that I can do it? Do you know, Um, one day they're going to wake up and realise that I'm not the right person. Do you know, like it's so hard. Yeah. The, the imposter syndrome and you start having these thoughts with yourself and, you know, and, and, and the reality is, um, and this is what I've come to realization, you know, thoughts carry emotions. So if we're const- constantly, you know, saying these things to ourselves, you know, our demeanor, the way that we behave will change and that will impact our opportunities, you know, the way that people perceive us, all of that. So I'm, I'm very big on talking to myself and saying, Maria, this is just in your head, talk it out. Yeah. So my biggest advice for women will always be find people who know you, find people that have worked with you and actually say, look, I'm feeling this way. What do you think? Because majority of the time people will say, look at your achievements and look how far you have come. Um, so from my own experience, you know, I can tell you, you know, in recent months, I've been, you know, it's, it's, my role is, is has grown a lot. Um, and there's been moments where I felt that way. But I've always, you know, I've learned that I need to voice these 
thoughts. Um, and now that I'm doing it, um, people have done that. You know, they've said, look up what you have achieved. And then you go, oh, really? Yeah, you, you're right. Or people have said simple things like don't be so hard on yourself. Um, and when you when you think like that, you go, actually, yeah, I'm being really, really hard on myself. I need mm. to get out of my mind and actually look at the whole picture, you know, and yeah. what I've been able to achieve so far. So, yeah. Well, well, I love those tips. And as, as you know, I talk about a lot of those in the book, but the things like self-talk is so big because like you said, you explain that really well, the thoughts and emotions, connections, psychology. Like if we're saying those doubtful things and those critical things, how are we going to feel great? And if we don't feel great, how do we show up, right? So it's all connected. I love the one around talking to others because as you said, and again, you and me have spoken about this before, but when you talk to other people, you realize it's so common, right? Like I, yes. I don't think I've met any women actually <laughs> who haven't at Absolutely. some point had those self-doubts or like you said, got a promotion and gone, can I do this? Have I oversold myself? You know, do people think I'm better than I really am? Is it all going to come unstuck? Um, and when you said like looking at your achievements, I think that's another really big one because again, it's sometimes like we we don't see them or we don't acknowledge them enough. You know, they exactly. might be there on your LinkedIn profile, they might be there on mm-hmm. your CV, but we don't sort of claim them, but other people can see your brilliance. So I, I love all those tips that you shared. So linking on from that, then Maria, what other, so we're talking about psychology and self-doubt there, yeah. what would be two or three other just top tips around career advice to boost performance, maximise success, have more fun, in your career, kind of anything, just a couple mm-hmm. of top tips, because that's the main thing all the, all the listeners always say. We love, we love these practical top tips from other women. Um, I would say trust yourself, but mm. most importantly, understand who you are. So understand yeah. what makes you tick, understand your emotions, understand why you feel the way that you feel. Because if you don't understand these things, how are you going to find your right career? How are you going to find your place in, in this world? You know, I, I, I talk to a lot of people and a lot of people um, have said to me, you know, I don't really know. I don't, uh, you know, and I'm like, if you don't know, then find out because this will really help you. Like it's, it sounds really basic, but we need to understand what moves us. What makes yeah. me wake up and get out of bed every day, you know? Um, yeah. I can tell you from my own experience, you know, I I'm, I love the role that I'm doing. I love the possibility to help others. And that's what really drives me is helping others achieve great things. So, yeah, I would say that that would be one of the big ones for me. And also, um, you know, listen to other people, listen to their advice. You know, um, someone said once to me, um, remove the emotion. Like, you know, those simple things that sometimes you go, what are you talking about? But that's something that I would really tell um, women, you know, the women listening to this podcast is, you know, a lot of the time when you're in, you have a problem and you're in, caught up in your head, it's all about the emotion, right? So you're thinking, oh, that person hates me and, you know, he's making me upset. But the reality is as soon as you remove the emotion, as soon as you remove the ego, and it's not about me, you, or you know, you end up with a problem and everything becomes becomes a lot more clearer. Mm. Um, so that that's a, a big thing that I will say and that I practice in my life is, you know, remove the emotion, remove the ego. It's not about me. Let's, let's focus on the issue. Yeah, I love that. It's so true, right? Because when we are in those heated emotions, we can't, we can't see things clearly. We're not thinking clearly. We have all those unhelpful thoughts and beliefs. Our perception is kind of skewed. So I love when you said speak to others. So talk to other people. Talk to someone you trust who's going to be straight with you, who knows you, that can help you unpick it when you're feeling like that. And the one around knowing yourself, like you said, it's fundamental to everything, right? Because if we don't know what makes us happy, what our values are, 
what our natural strengths and passions are, then how are we going to create a career that taps into those things that is going to make us happy and fulfilled, right? So love those tips, and I'm sure our listeners will get a lot from those. Now, one thing you and I have spoken about in the past, and you've already mentioned it a little bit at the beginning, but is our love of travel and experiences both living and working in different cultures and working environments. You know, we're all living and working now in these really global, diverse, dynamic environments. And many people that I meet, a lot of people listening to this podcast are moving companies, they're moving countries. Perhaps you could share a little bit more about your personal story or just some some personal tips to help other people around, you know, understanding cultural differences or some of the specific things you learned that other people could, you know, relate to their own experience. I think it's, um, you know, working in a multicultural like Australia, um, it's really important to understand different cultures. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'm not saying, you know, you need to learn everything about every country, but personally, I do take the time, <laughs> but that's something that I personally enjoy. But I feel that once you can understand someone's and you can actually connect to that person at that level where you actually go, I know where you're coming from. I know what your country has gone through. I know, you know, I know, I understand. Um, straight away, you can build a bond. I mean, culturally, we're all very different, but there's basic human things that we all share. We all want to be cared for. We all want to be loved. We all want to be heard. Um, so those are, you know, funda- fundamental things. Like the rest, yeah, the rest is, you know, religious, you know, different, you know, kinds of um, dealing with things but the basic stuff is always there um so I feel I feel that as long as you you start connecting to people in that way things things become a lot easier um Mm. and and things change like people change their perspective of you like if you tell someone look I know about you I know about your culture straight Mm. away um they feel connected I think finding that human connection is very important in any relationship yeah yeah. So you said so many great things in there, Maria. I was just jotting them down so I could reiterate them around, you know, human connection, how powerful that is. I love the point around the more you understand around cultural differences, you know, because we are all different. We've all been raised different. There's different things. And when you can understand that, then you're going to have a deeper respect and you can connect to somebody on a different level. And I really liked how you said about, you know, we do all have at a baseline some fundamental human needs, right? We all yeah. want to feel valued. We want to feel cared for, loved, heard, respected. Um, and so when you chunk it down to that, there's always those commonalities, right? So I love those tips because, yes, yeah, so many people are going through change at the moment and moving to different places. And I think uh, being mindful of them as some of those things is really, really key. Yeah. Now, I'm there's sure- something that I, Sorry, Trevor, if there's no, something that means that I can mention is, is something that I always people talk to me and it's about like, oh, but it's common sense. And the reality is there's no such a thing. I mean, my, no voice, common my, sense. <laughs> my common sense coming from, you know, South America, like the things that are common for me in my culture will be completely uncommon yeah. for a different culture. So let's let's get our heads, you know, out of that thought process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Now, I'm sure throughout your career, Marie, you've had lots of mentoring, coaching, advice, guidance. What is one of the best pieces of career advice or just something that really, you know, stood out for you that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, I think it's something that I already mentioned, which, you know, one of my previous leaders actually said to me, you know, remove the emotion. That was a huge thing for me. It changed everything. Mm -hmm. Like from that moment, everything changed, I felt. Um, The other one would be, um, you know, trust your gut. Um, You know, when people have said to me, you know, I'm working with with different people and they go, what do you feel about? Like, what is your gut telling you? That's a big thing. 
So Maria, if you could go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice to comfort her, to reassure her, maybe to remove some of the stress, you know, on this journey of life that we're all going through, what would it be? Stop being so hard on yourself. You know, that would be one. And also um, stop caring what other people think. Like, you know, our desires and needs are completely different to other people. And we put way too much attention in, you know, other people's thoughts. Um, And to be quite honest, Shona, throughout my career, every time that I've taken on a different opportunity, I've had people going, she's not going to make it. Or you're going to last five months, you know, and and I've had that. And I had to... (sighs) I had a moment where I thought, oh my gosh, they're probably right. And then straight away I had to change my mind going, no, actually I'm going to prove them wrong, <laughs> you know? And even if you can't prove them wrong, even if you, if you fail, don't listen to that. You will always mm. learn something. And if you take life as an opportunity to learn, then no matter what happens to you, good or bad, it will be a good thing. Oh, that's such a powerful takeaway. And I'm sure just about every woman listening in can relate to that sense of worrying so much about what other people think and those other opinions and judgments rather than sort of staying connected to our own. And I love what you said about, you know, taking it all as an opportunity, right? It is all a learning experience. Such powerful tips, Maria. So in conclusion, I would love to know what is your favourite? I'm a really big fan of inspirational quotes, you know. (laughs) Have you got a favourite inspirational quote or a mantra? I've got so many, Shona. (laughs) (laughs) Well, give us two. Give us two. Well, I'm going to give you two. All right. So the first one, this one is quite of a funny one because I went to a coffee shop. This is like 10 years ago in Barham Bay um, and they had a jar full of quotes and I picked one and it was, and I read it and I'm like, what? But the quote actually said, um, you're not as cool as you think you are. <laughs> and this might sound funny, but it's something that I've kept in my um, mirror because it's true. A lot of the time people get too caught up in their roles, in their titles, in, oh my gosh, I'm so special. How can you do that to me? You know, the reality is we're all going to die. We're all going to be too, you know, down the ground. Like yeah. everyone is important in every role, no matter who you are, no matter what your role says. Um, so, you know, always remember that. So it's something that I always, you know, yeah. I like um, that. So that's one. And the other one um, is, is actually a Buddhist quote. Um, and it says something along the lines, you yourself, as, as much as anybody in the entire universe deserves love and affection. Um, so you like, let's, let's be kind to ourselves. You know, we're too hard on ourselves. We're always looking after all the people and we stop looking after ourselves um so yeah I mean like I said to you there's many that I live by and the other one is just get on with it and I tell that and I said that to myself all the time you know (laughs) yeah yeah move on (laughs) such great quotes Maria and look as always I've so enjoyed speaking with you so thank you for sharing your story I've loved learning more about you you shared so much uh, great advice and wisdom to our listeners and thank you for always being such a positive and supportive role model to other women. Like I got that from you the second I met you and it kind of oozes out of you and even more when you shared around what success means to you today. So thank you for all you do in this space and I really look forward to staying in touch. Thank you so much, Shona, and I wish you all the success and I hope that every woman that is listening to the podcast goes and buys your book because it's just such an amazing, you know, thing to do for yourself. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Maria. Thank you so much, Shona. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button or go to psychologyofsuccessfulwomen.com to download our free ebook and access a bunch of other resources. See you on the next episode.